You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. I am the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And I have a really good show for you today. We are going to talk to this chick, and I can call her a chick because I'm a chick. She's my type of chick. (laughs) I'm going to talk to this gal that is a powerhouse in the publishing world. And she is a sponsor and a speaker at the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit in Washington, D.C. That's going to be happening soon. And so we're going to talk about how women, particularly her, has had to step in and turn her passion into purpose and be that brave, bold, and unstoppable chick that all of us desire to be or desire to elevate ourselves up to. So my beautiful guest, extraordinaire, publisher of my last best-selling book (laughs) is the beautiful, talented, gorgeous, classy, wise, spiritually connected Laura DeFranco of Brave Healing Publishing. And Laura, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Now, first of all, I want to thank our sponsors of the show. I want to thank all of you for listening and, and looking and tuning in. Find a spot where you can sit and relax, get something to write with, get your favorite beverage. I happen to be drinking some fresh squeeze of watermelon juice. But get a place where you can just take a few moments for yourself to absorb this beautiful essence and this conversation that I'm going to have with this powerhouse gal. Because I guarantee She's going to drop some nuggets of gold and it might just have you want to go out and be brave, bold, and unstoppable today in your own capacity. So while you're doing that, I want to thank our sponsors of the show, the Blissful Living Podcast. I want to thank Blissful Living for you at blissfullivingforyou.com. That's Blissful Living, the number for the letter U.com. Check them out. You can get your tickets to the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit tour happening around the U.S as well as find out the wonderful things that they have to share with you to help you up-level your life and help you to balance your pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth. Got a lot of great things. And if you're looking to unlock your bliss, then I suggest you check out Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, letter U.com. The other sponsor of the show I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable is the premier telecommunications installation company in the United States. They do installation of voice data, fiber optic cabling, wireless access points, audio, video, speakers, whatever you need to help you communicate effectively and efficiently, not only people in your town, state, and country, but around the world. And they do it because they say they make the right connections so that you can as well. So check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. Okay, so now that I've taken care of business, I'm going to have Miss Laura DeFranco tell us a little bit about what she does 
and a little bit about her background. So Laura, I'm turning it over to you, girl. So <laughs> share with the listeners, first of all, what you do, and then we'll go into a little bit about your background that led you to this moment in time today. Yes, thank you so much for having me on and for bringing me to your amazing event. I cannot wait to be there and just give you a hug, girl. That's first of all, first off, right? We get to hug. Yes. Brave Healer Productions, you guys, is a publisher for holistic health and wellness professionals. And we specialize in publishing and business strategy for my healer posse, right? People who are out in the world making a difference and helping other people live their extraordinary life. And I came from a background of 30 years in holistic physical therapy. That was my healer journey and started publishing my own books. And I've been a writer forever. I've written in my journals since I was 15 years old. You know, that's all about the boyfriends, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I've done a few books and I've published. We're celebrating this week, as a matter of fact, Gravular Productions. 40th Amazon bestseller. So that's a pretty cool milestone to be able to talk about today. So yeah, that's the short version. You know me, I got a lot going on. I love it because can you imagine like, wait till you hear how all of these bestsellers came about. You would think that someone that has 40 bestsellers published on Amazon would have been spending years and years and years and years doing this. Now, Laura did say she's a writer. I am too. I, I think I believe I kept a diary beginning at the age of seven or eight. And it's funny, I still have it. And uh, when I look at it, it's it's so funny because I was writing about stuff that I'm doing today, but I was eight years old. So it's from the mind of an eight-year-old, but it's, it's really cool. Kind of funny, but really cool. But just <laughs> imagine, you know, you would think 40 bestsellers, man, she must've been doing this for 40 years. So I'm going to dive into how Laura went from being that holistic physical therapist to the Brave Hiller Productions extraordinaire with all these bestsellers. Laura, share with the listeners how you transcended. What made you go from that one place where you were touchy-feeling and hands-on with people to this beautiful space where now your work and your words are getting around the world? This is like the best story ever. And it comes a week after I had been panicking about my physical therapy business being shut down by COVID. And everyone's going to have kind of a funky story about this, but mine was a gift, seriously. And I had been transitioning between business number one to business number two, couldn't quite make the leap. I was just too afraid to let it go. And I woke up on March 20th of 2020 dreaming about the idea of bringing my healers together with a book. And listen, this isn't like I didn't have the idea before. I had been in four different kinds of book collaborations as a co-author. So this is just the first time that it got dropped as a download in the middle of a dream. And it was like, oh, I had to pay attention to this. So I woke up and I walked to my computer in my pajamas And I opened it up and I typed a little note to my friends that I had in a group that I was teaching a class for on Facebook. And I said, hey, you know, the world just lost its hands-on healers. So let's do this book. Who wants to write a chapter? And in 48 hours, 24 people said yes. And five weeks later, we birthed that ultimate guide to self-healing onto Amazon. Five weeks after that, to a number one bestseller. 
Whoa. You know, like anybody who knows anything about books understands that that's a small miracle for that to happen. But I really thought that was going to be it, Rochelle. Like I was like, okay, that's cool. This was fun. And then a week after we launched, I had a friend email me and say, so when are you doing the next one? (laughs) And I'm like, well, today, I guess, you know, you want to be in it. (laughs) And here we are. 33, 35 collaborations later with a community of healers, over 400 authors, and that many books in two and a half years. It's something much bigger than me is driving this bus. Well, I think you are the motor, the fuel, the electronics, the technology of the bus. (laughs) And without you being in that, those pivotal points and aspects of the bus, it wouldn't have happened. You did something phenomenal. I mean, you really literally had to pivot during COVID to figure out like, you know, I've got responsibilities. I've got bills and stuff to pay. Do I start this business? Do I even write this book? With regards to that, what was the thing that you were most fearful or apprehensive of with regards to leaving the regular nine to five gig and stepping into your own world a business where you can command and do whatever you want to do. What was your most fearful thing when you thought about doing that? I think for almost everybody and like me, it's it was leaving the bread and butter, the business that I had built, the, the income that was paying the mortgage and trusting that not only would this other thing provide, but it could even take me beyond my dreams. It's stuff that you know, I know now that I didn't know then. So I was just terrified to take the risk. And I would spend my days and nights kind of sorting out in my head, okay, so if this happens, then you could always do this. Or if this doesn't happen, if this fails, then what are you going to do? And you know what we do, right? The BS in the head. Yeah. So I have learned that taking action is how I get the confidence, clarity, and courage. I do not feel those things before I do things. Like it's never going to happen. So I am a pretty massive action taker and I had relied on that in the past. I'm like, you know what? I'm making this work. Like, here we go. But I was afraid I wouldn't be able to pay the mortgage. I mean, that was the biggest thing. Like I had two kids in college. You know, I live in a really nice neighborhood in a house that they grew up in. I didn't want to lose the house. It's just, it's that kind of stuff. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting because it's all that stuff that we have in our head. And, you know, we worked hard to get to a specific spot. If you guys didn't catch it, she dropped a nugget of gold. It was about taking action, inspired action, even though she had fear. Because the thing is, we work hard to accomplish what we have. And at our age range right now, right? You know, you had responsibilities, you had a mortgage, you had kids in college, you had still people that were dependent upon you to keep things status quo. You did, you worked hard to get your house, your neighborhood, all of that, and to step into the realm of the universe, so to speak, the dark, dark universe, and see these little sparkles of stars that maybe you might get to was very, very daring in a brave mode, particularly during a time when the country was shut down. You had no idea that people would even be looking to buy a book or to read a book. But I'm a believer that when you are the most fearful and you take action, the gateway of all your dreams and desires open up. 
because you said yes and you took that inspired action. And so for anybody out there listening to us or looking at us, there's more nuggets of gold to come. But if you're in that place of being fearful with regards to doing something that you want to do, Laura's here to share with you, take that inspired action. Because you know what? In reality, we can all go back and get a job if we want to. But if we never try what we're passionate about, it'll be that thing on our deathbed that we would have wished we would have done. And no one wants to be on their deathbed saying, oh, I wish I would have, you know, not did this. or I wish I would have did that. You want to be able to say, yes, I did it. I did every damn thing that I wanted to do and then some. And here I am. I have no regrets, right? And so if you're that person, continue listening. Now, Laura, with regards to taking this passion that you had for writing, and of course, you know, you shared stories with, with us writers and the writers groups that you have about some of the things that you started with regards to the writing process and getting things out. But with regards to taking that passion you have for writing, and now it's turned into a purpose, and not only a purpose for you to enlighten others about the brilliance of all these authors that you're working with, but it's turned into purpose for others as well, that you shine the light and gave them, you blazed the trail for us, so to speak, to follow. What would you say to someone that's on the fence about taking that step without that first step without seeing what lies ahead? <laughs> so I read a blog a few years back from Elizabeth Gil- Gilbert. You guys know her, right? The title of it was Your Fear is Boring. And I read this title and I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay, I'm going to read this one to the end. I, I went and moved forward and had the initials tattooed into my forearm <laughs> because it was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's not about me anymore. It is about the person who's out there whose life I might change or even save if I could just get over myself and share the brave words we're out there and we like, we want to take the step and we, Oh no, okay. It's too scary. Oh, you know, and I, and you're feeling purpose-driven fear inside of you, purpose-driven fear. And the problem is, is it, it feels very much like survival fear. It feels like really bad. It feels like you're going to die. It feels like that fight or flight, whatever feeling, you know, your heart starts to go and you feel a little sick and weak and the let, but Purpose-driven fear comes back up in you over and over and over again. There are signs to know what that kind of fear is. And that's like the universe pushing you. Hey, here I am again. What are you going to do about me this time? You know, so if you're sitting there waiting to take the step, honestly, it is way harder to sit and wait in that feeling than to just jump. By the time you jump and you're to the other side, you're going to look back and go, oh my God, why didn't I do that sooner than sooner? <laughs> you know, like it was so, so much torture to sit in that feeling of worry and doubt and uncertainty and fear, right? So, you know, this is for me, right? Your fear, Laura, it's boring. Just go do the thing. You'll figure it out on the other side. And I have every single time. Every time. I love that. You know, you, you said something and it reminds me of one of the Indiana Jones movies. I'm not sure which one it was or is, but remember, all of you, remember if you've seen Indiana Jones, the, the trilogies, and one of them is with 
the one with Sean Connery where Sean, they shot Sean and India was going to find the Holy Grail cup, so to speak. And he had to take the leap of faith and step forward in belief when there was nothing there for him to see. And this brings chills to me because every time we're at that crossroads and we can't see what's in front of us and we take that leap, we take that step forward, the path is laid out for us, just like in that movie. And that's what you experience and I've experienced that. Whenever I don't take that step forward, I feel those those little thorns in my behind pushing, 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 pushing. And it becomes very stressful because when you have that, you know it's something you're supposed to do, but you have to have the belief, faith, confidence that no matter what, that path will be laid out for you. And again, you can always come back and do what you did and get a job. But if you never take that leap, that step forward, you'll always be wondering. And just, and those thorns don't go away. And I'm with you, girl, because um, I got a tattoo. Oh, can't see it, but... Uh, there it is. There we go. Oh, I I've like got it. Feathers too. You got a few feathers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all about, you know, really just stepping outside of all of that you believe and just taking that step forward. As a purpose-driven, passionate woman, when it comes to writing, what are some of the aspects that you use to step into that place to get that message that you know people need to hear and people need to read? that you know or may not know is going to change someone's life. Let me go back and just say one more thing about when you're stepping, you're afraid to step, but you step anyway. I still got that scene in the movie, by the way, when you described it. I'm like, I remember that, exactly that scene. But I just want to remind everybody, I didn't do that alone. I mean, I made the choice to step, but once I made the action happen there was a community around me. I reached out to people. I learned what I needed to learn. I want you to know that this, you're not meant to do all of the amazing things alone. And I think if someone had said that to me, because I grew up thinking that success meant I did it by myself, like that's what's right. So I just wanted to throw that in there because we were talking about that. Cause a lot of people with big dreams are like, Oh, how am I going to do it? If I leap and it's just me, then I fail and it's not, you know, but you've got a community around you is, is how that succeeds in an amazing way beyond your dreams. So just a little addition there. But when it comes to writing, I step into a place thinking about the person that might read, you know, I had somebody reach out to me once upon a time ago and I didn't realize until I got to know her what impact a blog could have my words and a blog. And ooh, that gave me a little goosebumps because every time I think of her, her name is Shirley and she doesn't mind that I talk about her uh, these days. But every time I think of, of her, I understand what I'm supposed to do with my writing. And really it's more about a feeling because I want her to feel belonging and loved and inspired and excited and hopeful. And if I am not stepping into that inside of myself and conjuring up the high vibe energy that I want my readers to feel, they're going to feel whatever else I'm feeling like might not good enough or a little worried or a little fearful mm. that it's, you know, so I step into this place of passion, thinking about the people 
that might be reading my authentic self comes out because I'm just not crazy too much, you know, hippie, sexy, badass self, but that is the place where the energy comes. And if I want you to be excited about something, I better be excited about something. If I want you to feel a deep joy, I better be practicing. And so I married my healing background with my writing. And I teach people to be in the now with the feeling that you would like the person to feel as they read your amazing, brave words. It's a kind of, um, you know, brave healing is about that combination. It's about being in the energy. This is a great topic and we could talk about this one all day long. It's important though to have an intention with your writing. And it's usually about what you want them to feel. And then I ask myself, do I feel that right now? No, actually, I need a cup of coffee and I'm a little bit tired. Okay, so let's pause, (laughs) right? Like, I got to feel it first. You know, we got to take responsibility for it. I love it. You know, you said something that I think we say a lot of good stuff, but you said something that I think anybody watching or listening to us can relate to is the feeling and tapping into the feeling. There are so many people out in the world that are doing things, but they're not, there's no feeling to it. They're doing it because someone told them to do it. It may not be necessarily what they want to do. They're majoring in this because it's supposed to make a lot of money, but they don't even like it. They're doing things that doesn't sit authentically with their true self. And so when you said that writing with a feeling and tapping into what you want the reader to read and feel as they read your words, I think is phenomenal. I know when we were doing Unstoppable, the book Unstoppable, Being Fierce, Fearless, and Unfucked with the Bow in Life and Business, it was really, I think, something that resonated with me when we did the, the training with you with regards to tapping into your feeling. And when you do that, Ooh, I'm just getting chills. But when you do that, it really becomes your true essence. And when you share that with others, people can feel your true essence. And you're really, really, really good at that, Laura. Now, when you sit down to analyze a project, whether it's your own project you're going to work on or the project that someone brings to you, what is the first thing you look at when it comes to? being that, in essence, with Brave Healer Productions? Hmm. That it serves the reader, mind, body, and soul. I've never been asked this question. Good question. (laughs) That it lines up with my love for holistic healing and that journey. And that the work is about helping people understand what's possible for healing. What a great, great question. I don't want to publish work that isn't that. That is why I was born, was to help people understand what's possible. And with the communities of authors who are out there with me, you know, joining forces, getting their words and their work and their all these beautiful, powerful, profound modalities, things that people can try. I want the work. I want someone to open up a book and just be like, whoa, I have tried a lot of things, but here's something new. 
or you said this in a way that um, I've heard before, but not in this way. And now I'm having a moment, I'm waking up to something here. And that's a little moment of healing, right? So I think that's the first thing that I look at or analyze when I'm looking at this work that we're publishing. Did that answer that the way that you yeah. <laughs> that you thought? Yeah. Okay. No, it did because I want people to know that you're not someone that's just going to take every project that comes to you because it has to be in essence with what you represent as Brave Hill Publications. And so I want to make sure everyone knows that, oh, if I reach out to her and I want to do a book about, I don't know, whatever, the moon <laughs> is green, may not resonate with, although green is a color appealing, but you know, it may not. It is. Heart it chakra. Right. <laughs> resonate, you know. And of course the moon. Yeah, right. Oh, of course, you know, I was going to do it that way. I also want you to share, because you did some something that was badass. And again, it just goes with being the brave, bold, and unstoppable woman. And you guys, she is from Northern California. And I have to say, as California girls, we do do stuff just uh, extraordinarily. Not saying that the rest <laughs> of the states, the girls don't, but we kind of be, we're a little different. You know, California's a little bit different than the rest of the state. So I want you to share about your car. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what is she talking about? Saying, and who, <laughs> what girl, well, other than me, what girl thinks of like doing what you did with your car? So you got to share this. You guys, this is amazing. <laughs> it is a brave, bold, and unstoppable chick that does something like this. Lord. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Yes, uh, full whole first half of my life was in Northern California. So funny enough, the part of the story that maybe you don't know <laughs> is that my very first ever car was a 1966 hardtop Mustang. It was bright red and we paid $1,000 for that very used car at the time. And my parents had been divorced, you know, 16 years old. I wanted that car. I saved up for that car, worked my ass off since I was like 15 and a half. So <laughs> that's just a joke, right? I worked for like six months to try to help my parents pay, you know, pay for this car. Anyway, my parents were divorced. I lived with my mom. We couldn't keep up a car like that. So we had to sell it. So ever since that day, I have wanted my Mustang. So in uh, 2016, shortly after I signed my own divorce papers, I bought myself a little divorce present. And it was, uh, is a 2016 shadow black EcoBoost Mustang convertible. And that wasn't enough, I guess. So I met somebody who helped me modify the car. So we got it track ready and I took it out to the Maryland International Raceway in one of their test and tune events. And I drag raced it two times on the quarter mile track because that was like bucket list for me. So it was one of the best things I have ever done. And I probably won't be doing that one again. The adrenaline rush was real, <laughs> but it was pretty awesome, and I do I do love my car. Her name is Jamie. <laughs> now, how does she get the name Jamie? Is Jamie? A, she just looked like a Jamie, feels like a Jamie. I mean, whoever is this age will know right away. Jamie Summers, y'all, like oh, the bionic so woman. Good. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just aged myself. That's okay, but but you know Jamie Summers, so that's Jamie. Yeah, I okay. love it. So I never shared this, but. So I have an affinity for Mustangs as well. 
And when I was little, my dad owned a 1965 red convertible Mustang that he used to race all the time with me oh in my. it. Okay, no seatbelt. <laughs> you know, back in okay, I'm myself. Okay, and I always loved Mustangs. I've never had one, but when I worked for Hawaiian Airlines back in the '80s, Dollar was doing this promo. They allowed us three sales managers in San Francisco to go to Dollar and get a convertible Mustang to drive around for a month on them because it was a promo thing with Hawaiian Airlines. And of course, I got a red one <laughs> and it was a 5.0 and I'm a race t- car type of chick. So yeah, I was drag racing the fellas, you know, I was in my 20s, but it was <laughs> it was a fun thing. Fast forward. So my love for racing, I have to say, comes from my daddy. And if he was living, he would be 80 today because today his birthday. How old? I didn't even. So in my next birthday, I'm planning. I've already got it set. My son purchased this for me. I am going to. Daytona 500, and I am going to drive a NASCAR around that track. And I'm going to channel my dad and all the NASCAR drivers that I used to watch growing up with him. And I'm going to kick ass on that track for 16 minutes. But it's going to be amazing. And if any of you guys out there listening and want to join me, come on along because the girl needs, you know, all, all good athletes racers need a nice pit crew oh yeah i would but yeah i just thought that was the coolest story when you shared that and i was like that's my chick you know she's like only from northern california but and we got the feather thing and she's my fabulous book publisher but she's just a beautiful soul you all and so i'm bringing this beautiful gal to you um to share her with you because like i said she's going to be a speaker at the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit in Washington, D.C. this year. Now, Laura, before we go, I want you to share anything you want with regards to being brave, bold, and unstoppable. You've shared it in your stories, in our conversation. But if there's someone out there listening to us and they're on the fence, you know, we never know how our words can change somebody's life dramatically. What would you say to that gal or guy out there that's just ready to turn their passion and the purpose to step out and be brave, bold, and unstoppable and don't give a damn about what anybody thinks. What would you say to them right now? (laughs) You know, you might think it's all been said or written or done before, but not by you. And it is your very unique way of expressing that somebody's waiting for. Somebody is waiting for you to step up. And they may have heard it five times, but when you step step up in your unique voice and the very way only you can convey the message, you will change a life, right? It's I said it earlier, it's not about you anymore. It's about the person who's waiting to hear it in only way the way that you can say it. So it's time to be brave. It is time to step up and move through that fear and help somebody who's waiting to hear the message. There's so much that can get in the way in our head, the inner critic, the noise, right? We have to quiet our mind a little bit and understand what we were put here to do. And you said it earlier, Rochelle, that you don't want to die with those regrets, right? So now's the time. It's time to be brave. I love it. And it seems like, I don't want to say we're coming through COVID, but we are still coming through COVID. Mm. COVID's going to be around forever. It's just the way it is. But what Laura's saying is don't let fear 
uh, hold you back from stepping in to being the greatness that is really within you. Only you can say the words that someone needs to hear that will change their life. I can't do it. She can't do it. But we all have our own essence and our own specialness. So if you're on the fence about doing something that you're passionate about, go ahead and take that step forward. And remember the other nugget of gold that Laura shared is that you don't have to do it alone. Find a community, reach out to us on social media, but you don't have to do it alone. Gone are the days of when I first started my corporation back in 1989 of having to do everything alone and not having anybody or any support systems. Today, you can support, you can get a support person that lives next door to you or 10,000 miles away from you. Just know that if you step out and you take that step forward, those that are meant to come into your life, that are meant to help you and your community will show up for you. And that's exactly what Laura did for me. I uh, wanted to do a book and I had been in several other books, but I wanted my own. And she was the right publisher for me because she said, let's do a fuck with the book. Let's do a book. And I was like, oh, yes, it must be a Northern California thing. But <laughs> oh, yes. And that book is amazing. And I do receive lots of compliments from people who read the book and change their life, both men and women. And I always say, if it wasn't for my brilliant publisher giving me the green light to do a book like that it would have never happened. But if I wouldn't have stepped out into the community that you have, I would have never found you. So it's taking that step forward that always leads to greatness, no matter what it is. So thank you, Laura. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, (laughs) is there anything else you want to share with the listeners, how they can get in contact with you if they have a possible book that's in their head ruminating or in their heart. Of course. And, and thank you back. Thanks for putting an incredible stellar group of human beings together for that book. Y'all need to grab your copy of Unstoppable. It will change lives. It is already changing lives. Back to you. It's such an honor to guide these projects. So yeah, come find me at bravehealer.com. You guys, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to chat with you about your idea, help support that journey, that dream that you have of being a published author and changing the world with your brave words. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, Laura. I've got um, my little four-legged baby in the background who wants to talk. (laughs) Of course. um, Of course, you know. (laughs) He's like, I'm I'm brave, bold, and unstoppable. I can't help it. My mommy's that way. She... And he happens to be an astrological Aquarius as well. So, uh oh, watch out. Yeah, you know, we're <laughs> on fire. But, anyways, thank you, Laura, so much. I appreciate you. Love you to pieces. Can't wait to really meet you in person. I know. Yeah. You know, and uh, your hair is always so pretty. I'm like, dang, <laughs> has pretty hair. You know, I got to work with mine, but your hair is always so pretty. And you're just always so radiant. And you come from your heart. And you, you know, the other thing I love about you is you call it like it is. And I love that because that's how I am. And sometimes people find us to be a little bit harsh, you know, like it is. But in essence, I think they appreciate it because we keep it real for them. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your gift. And Mm -hmm. thank you for being a guest here on Blissful Living. I love it. And I love you. To all of the listeners out there and viewers, thank you for your time. I appreciate all of you without you being here with us. I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast for the last 11 years. 
please share this show with everyone you love and care about. Of course, you need to go and pick up tickets for the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Woman Summit because they may be at a city near you. And if you're in D.C., or as they say, y'all say back there, the DMV area, you definitely need to come because Laura's going to be there. She's going to be dropping not only nuggets of gold, but you might have an opportunity to create your own book project or write your own book just by connecting with her. So thank all of you. And again, share the show. I want to thank the sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Check them out. You can get your tickets for the summit there as well as some under, other wonderful things, as well as All Day Cable Incorporated, the premier woman-owned telecommunications installation company in the United States. And uh, until next time, I'm wishing you all peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your spirit. Step out, be brave, be bold, be unstoppable and turn your passion into purpose because there's no time then better. Uh, there's no time like now. So do it, do it, do it. And until next time, <laughs> bye y'all. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on blissfullivingforyou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.